So um, I'm coming to you, I'm doing another live stream this morning, and we've got some crazy news again um, on Wednesday morning here. So I want to spend a few minutes on the latest on what has happened with the OpenAI uh, drama and saga. Um, it's somewhat resolved this morning. Sam Altman, the CEO, is back at OpenAI with Greg Brockman and the whole team. I'm gonna share some thoughts on that. And then I'll spend the most of my time in this live stream talking about uh, a, par a possible partnership with Tesla and XAI. XAI is Elon's new company uh, developing Grok AI. It's a, gonna be a competitor to ChatGPT. And the race toward AGI is, is picking up and the players are making big moves. And I'll share some thoughts on how I think this might be uh, playing out um, going forward as well. All right, so first off, um, let's look at OpenAI here. So this morning, um, actually late last night, OpenAI says Sam Altman is coming back as CEO and the board, they have a new board, it'll be Brett Taylor. He was the chairman of um, Twitter. Um, when Elon bought it. And Elon and Brett, I don't think, had um, a great uh, time negotiating. Eventually, Elon um, had to buy uh, Twitter. Larry Summers is a former U.S. Uh, Secretary of Treasury, Treasury. And Adam D'Angelo is um, the current board member who's um, also the co-founder of uh, Quora. So a lot of things, I think, um, have been left unanswered. For example, um, does the governance change at OpenAI, right? Is it the same kind of structure? Is this board gonna change? Are they gonna you know, nominate more board members? Um, why or how does this, doesn't this happen again, right? Does Microsoft come in and get a board seat, et cetera? There's gonna be a lot of question marks going forward with OpenAI. And um, yeah, it's been a, a crazy past week, but um, it seems like a lot of things aren't completely resolved. I mean, here's a picture of Greg Brockman uh, the pres former president, maybe now the president again, I don't know, um, says we are so back with open AI employees. Um, yesterday, Andrew Karpathy tweeted out interesting just sentence. He says he's thinking a lot about centralization and decentralization these past few days. Elon says the same. Uh, Andre has been quite uh, silent in terms of, you know, vo vocalizing his support one way or the other. So it's going to be interesting if... Um, he, if he remains at OpenAI, and also what his thoughts are on centralization and decentralization. My question here is, does the things that have happened over the past week with OpenAI, does that change um, the equation? Does that open people's eyes toward maybe the possible need for more decentralization in the AI space? Um, there's pros and cons to this because with centralization, you get kind of the power of the business model where if you can have the products and services that bring in the revenue, you can take that operating profit and cash flow, invest it back into investments that are needed for the immense amount of compute power to train these large language models, which eventually are going to be like tens of billions of dollars of investment needed annually to keep up with the top. So there's there's an argument to be made that you know centralization is the most efficient way to get to AGI as long as the centralized power can efficiently end. Um, wisely steward right that AGI, but then that's a big question mark, right? Does is there something inherently of I would say volatile or risky with centralization and giving a small group of people the power over such a monumental and historic uh, technology? And that goes in favor of decentralization, meaning if you decentralize the technology more then you'll have power that's more equalized or spread out at least. But then the question is, does that have enough of, let's say the business model slash cycle needed to, for, to put into investing into right, the compute power? Um, yeah, maybe there's some interesting things where decentralization can pull together decentralized efforts into bringing together the resources needed for compute power to train the largest language models. And there's a lot of question marks here, but I think this whole open AI saga does open the door for new thinking um, regarding the, the need for decentralization with AGI. Um, let's move on to um, uh, the possible Tesla and XAI partnership here. So what's going on here? So I tweeted out um, last night, I said, I'd like to see a partnership between Tesla and XAI. Number one, Tesla provides a monetary investment into XAI. Okay, so here's what I've been thinking. 
Right now, XAI, their greatest need, I think, in my opinion, they've got, okay, so you need a few things, right, to compete with OpenAI. First off, you need some good fortune and luck. I mean, you gotta um, have the right pieces in place. Um, of those pieces, number one is talent. Elon has done a good job bringing together talent, a small nimble team of really capable people. Um, that's gonna grow. I think um, he's got good moment. He knows what he's doing. Elon is a great recruiter. Hey, he recruited Ilya, right, to OpenAI, the chief scientist of OpenAI. Um, and one of the key reasons why OpenAI is in the leadership position they are. So Elon understands recruiting, understands the need for talent. XI has the talent and they will continue to grow that talent. Um, the second thing they need is data. And um, XAI has interesting data with right, X and Twitter, um, real-time data, probably the best real-time data in the world. And they'll continue to grow access into whatever other kind of you know, digital knowledge data that they need. Um, it's challenging, but you know, that's something that they'll, they'll work on and get done, I think. The third area is compute power. Now, you could spend hundreds of millions of dollars, right? with buying NVIDIA uh, GPUs, and you can train a GPT-4 level model. The problem is OpenAI and Microsoft, they're already pushing ahead with GPT-5 and eventually six and seven, which are gonna require billions of dollars, right, of compute power, if not more over time. So XAI needs basically the cash to buy these NVIDIA GPUs. Right now, Tesla Dojo probably isn't you know, ready to really deploy at you know, any meaningful scale, especially with the LLM side, right? The large language model side. Dojo has been focused more on the FSD side and they're getting that up and running, right? To do training for more the physical real world AI side. But and going forward, that might change. But um, XAI needs that compute. Right now, I think Elon has kind of forked over that money. He's, uh, you know, partly with his stock sell, uh, sales of Tesla, um, he was able to get some money and he's basically financing XAI himself, uh, spending hundreds of millions of dollars in this and perhaps getting some other investors too. But over time, this investment, the need to, to buy more compute power is just gonna grow exponentially over time. And XAI needs that access. That's the whole problem or, or whole challenge why, why OpenAI rationalized their move to more of a for-profit or so-called cap for-profit structure together with Microsoft is because they didn't think they can access the amount of compute power they needed as a nonprofit. They needed more compute power, billions and billions of dollars worth. They felt they had to go for-profit. So how does XAI access that, that they can continue to raise money? I think they can, right? Elon can raise money. This is a compelling use case. You'll have investors lined up to invest in XAI because this is perhaps the biggest, one of the biggest uh, potential industries fields ever. And XAI and Elon is one of the best, best executors ever. And so you've got a huge, a big uh, case for investors to come on. So I think Elon can raise whatever money he, he needs. He doesn't need Tesla to come in per se and give billions of dollars investment. However, um, if Elon's going to either sell Tesla stock to invest into right, XAI, or if he's gonna bring in other investors to XAI and give equity, the question is why not just give Tesla equity, right? And Tesla investors, and why not just seal the partnership where you have these two companies more in a formal right, agreement and arrangement. So that's kind of the idea behind um, Tesla's possible monetary investment into XAI. Over time, Tesla can also help XAI with compute power, especially because they've really been working on their Dojo uh, compute platform. It's a training platform to train neural nets. And I think it can be adapted to large language models as well. It's gonna be, I think, um, a great asset. Tesla's gonna have one of the biggest compute platforms out there, uh, training clusters. And if XAI can access that too as well, that would be fantastic. Um, what does uh, Tesla get in return? Well, Tesla can get equity into XAI. Now, it's unclear how much equity um, Tesla could get. I mean, it depends on what the, you know, kind of uh, prevailing kind of market cap valuation for XAI is in the private markets or basically what investors, private investors, deem uh, XAI to be worth. Um, but also, you know, what does Elon think, right? And what does the board of Tesla think, for example? But there's a lot of question marks in how much equity. Is it 10%, 20%, 25%? We know recently Elon said that the ex-corp investors, the people who own ex-Twitter, now get 25% of 
XAI. And that's, that's awesome, right? 25% is a big chunk. And can Tesla get that much? Well, it's gonna, Tesla's gonna have to fork over, right, that money in order to, um, to get, I think, a significant chunk of XAI. Um, Tesla also, and I think this is the most important thing, they can get access into the LLM side and IP and abilities that XAI is developing. So Tesla is building a humanoid robot. They're focusing on the physical real world AI part how to navigate, understand, interact with the physical world. They're doing a fantastic job. They're the clear leaders in that field. However, they don't have necessarily the knowledge brain. They don't have the thinking brain where, where the, the robot's gonna be, the human robot's gonna be able to interact um, with words, uh, with humans. They need an LLM, a large language model, in order to do that. And you know, what are the chances that Optimus is gonna have, right, the, the the LLM of OpenAI or Microsoft or Google or Apple or Meta, um, who knows, maybe it's open source model, right? I mean, there are options that Tesla can put in, right, into their humanoid robot, especially over time as, you know, LLMs in some ways get commoditized. Sure, the, the best models might not be, but there are options. Yet, if I think it's an interesting idea um, to secure, for Tesla to secure um, the brain, the, the rest of the brain, right? They got the physical, AI side brain, now they need the knowledge side. Why not secure that with an investment into XAI? They'll get this ChatGPT competitor, hopefully it gets to AGI um, level and that gets into the Optimus brain. So then Tesla's Optimus brain has both parts. It's got the physical real world AI and also the LLM side. It's able to navigate the physical world but also interact with humans and do all rational logical tasks as well. This is kind of the holy grail of what um, a humanoid robot can do and it's possible if Tesla and XAI kind of join forces. So why not just buy out? Why doesn't Tesla just buy out XAI completely? I think it comes down to a governance issue. I don't think Elon wants, you know, the future of not just AGI, but physical world AGI, plus, you know, knowledge world AGI, plus robotics or humanoid robots all together in one product and service under one company that he doesn't have 100% confidence that it's, that company is going to manage and steward this powerful technology for many decades to come in the right direction. Meaning, what happens after Elon steps down? What happens after, let's say, he potentially dies? Who takes on? Is the governance and the structure set up in a way where you know we can be confident that it's going to be stewarded well? I think in that sense, it might make sense governance-wise to keep all of this technology out of just one umbrella organization. For example, maybe Tesla shouldn't own everything, right? Regarding AI, shouldn't own XAI, you know, and you know, Optimus and physical real, real world AI and everything. Um, and so it's an interesting thing where, yeah, maybe this whole XAI move, I think, is a governance move in some ways, right? Don't put all of the poker chips of AI into one company, spread it out. But yet, these two companies can work together. Right, XAI and Tesla can work together toward a goal, um, and the separation of governments could actually be something. When we look back, it could be something um, that was helpful, that helped kind of steer um, the future of AI in the right direction. Now, a lot of this stuff actually has a lot more relevance with what's, what's happened in the past week with OpenAI, where you have just one board, right? It was basically six people, but then four people had the secret meeting, kicked out the other two, and then basically held hostage and took over the entire company. And then the rest of the company, you know, uh, fought back, got back the company. It's just so confusing. And um, yeah, and so much is at stake, right? We're all riveted at the drama of OpenAI. And because OpenAI is such in a leadership position in terms of um, perhaps reaching HEI um, in the next few years. So yeah, so anyways, what's the point of this and where is this all headed, right? So uh, Jason DeBolt, he tweeted, he said he's 100% behind this. Uh, many Tesla investors would love to have some skin in the game with XAI. I hope Elon considers this proposal by Hey Dave. Yeah, so there's several layers of this. One is, yeah, it's skin in the game. Tesla investors, um, shareholders can get skin in the game ownership part of XAI to see where it goes to be part of that, right? Not just the physical real world AI, but also AGI in the knowledge sense. Um, and there's another level also where it's Optimist Robot is already gonna need, right? The other side of the brain. Optimist Robot is not gonna be just a, you know, a robot that does an amazing thing like a cheetah or 
an animal, it needs to have that verbal uh, knowledge side of the brain. And so it needs it somewhere. So why not secure right that from XAI and have a partnership right together um, to make it happen? So Elon Musk replied, and he said uh, he will discuss with the board. Now, um, what does this mean? Um, someone commented saying that, oh, it means that he's not going to take it seriously. And then, actually, it's the opposite. What Elon is saying here is, um, yeah, if Elon wasn't taking this seriously, he wouldn't, he wouldn't reply at all, right? Or he would just put interesting. But the, the, the reason why this is significant when Elon says we'll discuss with board is because that is the necessary action step in order for this to happen. Meaning Elon can't unilaterally decide, oh, I'm going to invest, you know, whatever amount of money into XAI. He needs the board's approval or the board basically needs to make that decision. And there are a few different reasons for this. One is the money that's invested into XAI is going to be a significant amount. It's not going to be a few hundred million dollars, right? XAI needs a lot more than that. XAI also, um, is worth a good chunk of change right now, billions of dollars because of, you know, even as proof of concept, what it's doing and the field and the size of the market is just huge. And so, yeah, Tesla is going to have to fork over, you know, um, a good few billion dollars and this needs board approval. The third reason is because of liability and conflict of interest, because this is XAI is a company led by Elon and Tesla is a company led by Elon. Elon is not going to, you know, exp expose themselves to, ridiculous liability by just making a, a decision by himself or with Tesla management. It needs to be the board's liability. The board needs to right consider this, make the decision. And also it probably will go into shareholder vote, meaning shareholders will take that vote as well because the board doesn't want 100% liability either with you know lawsuits, et cetera. So eventually it could go to a shareholder vote. People would vote on it. They would be, you know, and then it would be decided that way. So this is actually a, a significant thing. There aren't too many, you know, shareholder votes like this, you know, um, where Tesla puts out to the company or to all of its investors, like, should we do right this move or not? Um, one of the past moves was with Solar City, and I'll talk about that and what my thoughts on Solar City was um, in a little bit here. All right, so let's go into some questions here. Um, I asked people actually to go ahead and ask me some questions. Um, and so, um, oh, by the way, I'm, uh, live streaming this on YouTube and, uh, X AI or not, or X. Yeah. Uh, right now. So this is, um, first time I'm trying it out on X. Um, yeah. So I, I, um, ask people to go ahead and post questions. Um, so I can ask, answer some of these in, uh, this video here. So here's some, um, Here's some uh, of the questions that people ask. What are the synergies between Tesla and products XAI are working on? Yeah, I mean, it's all about AI, right? Um, and it's all about the brain. And if you think about it, Tesla's working on a real world foundation model. And on top of that model, they'll have different applications. One of those applications will be full self-driving, right? Autonomous driving. Another application will be humanoid robot, right? Able to basically do anything that humans can do and learn what humans can do based upon video and watching, right? What people are doing, they could basically mimic that and imitate basically almost any physical action. And that market is huge, right? The humanoid robot market. XAI is taking the knowledge side. Now, I've always had this question mark. I'm like, Tesla's gonna need the knowledge side, right? Um, eventually, like the humanoid robot needs to talk. It needs to do not just physical things, but also, you know, um, uh, knowledge things as well. So where is that going to come from? I thought that maybe test Elon could uh, work and develop that inside Tesla. Now there are pros and cons to that. The con of doing it in Tesla, it divides Tesla's focus, right? Meaning if Tesla's trying to do physical world, real world, real world AI, FSD, humanoid robot, cars, all this stuff, and they're trying to compete, make a chat GPT competitor, it increases the risk that actually nothing works at all, right? That's all a failure. So there's actually, um, some sensibility to say, okay, Tesla needs to be focused more on what it's good at, make sure it's, that that's what um, they're successful at. Um, but it leaves a kind of a gaping hole where it's like, okay, who are they going to depend on then for the knowledge side, the LLM, the large language model side. And that's where Elon has invested, built this new company, XAI, solving that problem, right? outside of right Tesla the company um, but it's something that Tesla desperately needs in its products also with with the car the cars um 
needs to be smarter. You know, we need to be able to talk with the car constantly while we're driving back and forth um, to, yeah, it needs to be a smart car. It needs to be connected to all the controls and it needs to be connected to the world, uh, the universe of knowledge and information as we you know, drive our cars. It needs to be a completely different experience. Um, but yeah, ultimately a humanoid robot needs to be smarter and that's what, uh, 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 XAI has. And XAI, I mean, they need compute. They need uh, probably, whether it's cash to buy chips or it's chips themselves, or it's a cloud, you know, data center that that that's, that they can use, um, they need compute, right? Uh, that's one of the big uh, limiting factors or challenges, right, um, for any uh, company to compete with XAI, uh, ChatGPT right now. All right, so, one thing I don't agree with is AI gets free compute. It should be either one, an upfront investment for equity, and XAI gets a fixed price contract to lease space usage on Dojo, just like AWS would charge customers. Or two, it gets a set amount of free compute for a set amount of years in exchange for equity. The fair market value of that compute is used to determine equity percentage should not be both. Yeah, so th these are um, all valid points, legitimate points, um, and um, these things need to be worked out in an agreement right, with um, XAI and Tesla. Um, it could be somewhat similar to what OpenAI did with Microsoft. Microsoft did a combination where they gave cash to OpenAI, but they also gave a lot of compute, right? And they probably calculated that compute at some type of wholesale price, right? Um, so that equaled its investment into OpenAI in return, right, for some equity. That's probably the cleanest, um, kind of the cleanest model going forward is just kind of, package, you know, some something of cash and compute to give to XAI. But the problem is Tesla Dojo is still kind of, you know, in its infant stage. It hasn't really ramped up and probably hasn't been really uh, worked on to really work on LLMs like yet. You know, maybe they are doing that. So it's not something that perhaps Tesla's mature enough in that field to, to give wholesale compute to XAI. Maybe, I don't know. But, and... The other question is, sure, you can do kind of like a first round of investment, then, but then kind of what is the relationship going forward, right? How can Tesla um, kind of make sure that they get access to that IP um, for, as for example, if it's AGI knowledge side, how can they make sure they get access to that? With the Microsoft um, OpenAI agreement, what happened was OpenAI had an agreement to share all their IP with Microsoft up until AGI. Once OpenAI said they reached AGI, then that kind of IP sharing agreement would cut off. But in the case of Tesla and XAI, you would need an agreement where no, you know, Grok or XAI would share right that IP continuously with Tesla even past AGI. So the agreement would be, look uh, different, but it could, you know, be somewhat um, the OpenAI and Microsoft model could be something that they could look at for um, some interesting ideas. Um, will the government step in and say Tesla Elon is in too many areas, too big, too powerful? Yeah, usually, you know, with antitrust action by the government, it's more like it is the company doing things to stifle competition, right? And in this area of AI, like I don't see Tesla and Elon doing anything right to stifle competition. Um, and in any, if anything, right, they're trying to increase competition, especially in the LLM space. Uh, what are the risks for Tesla? What are the arguments against the partnership? I think one risk for Tesla is, or let, let's take the other side. Let's put on kind of the the the, the con, the 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 anti right uh, partnership angle inside. And so I'll try to argue that for a bit. Um, I think one thing is like you could say, oh, forget the complexity of one of Elon's companies investing in another Elon company and just all this crazy stuff is just adding too much, right? So-called back dealing. And this is gonna add a, a decreased level of trust, right? For investors. And, and it's gonna be a whole, you know, just a, a quagmire, right? Of drama and things. And you could see investors pull out uh, who don't agree with, you know, Tesla's investment in XAI and its complexity. Another argument, let's say against the partnership is like, yeah, it's kind of maybe the, 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 the terms of the deal, right? The exact right, amount of ownership Tesla gets, right? Whether it's 10%, 20%, 25%, how much Tesla gets, gives into that partnership, what Tesla gets back. So there can be lots of disagreements um, regarding, um, yeah, the exact terms of the 
partnership. I think regarding that angle, to me, I look at it as a lot of this stuff is so fluid. Like, you know, ChatGPT or OpenAI can be worth 30 billion, they can be worth 90 billion, they can be worth 30 billion next day, back up to 90 billion. I mean, especially when you have a field as big and as consequential as AGI. For me, I don't think you, you should argue with the term, terms. Uh, you, you get the broad strokes correct and you, you agree and you move on uh, before uh, things change too much. Anyways, that, those are my thoughts. Um, any other risks for Tesla? Um, I mean, it's, it's perhaps also aligning Tesla even more with Elon Musk and um, X, um, X Twitter. Sure, XAI and, and X Corp, which owns Twitter, are separate, but um, it's gonna, XAI is going to be used inside, right? X, the app, as Grok. And then if Tesla owns, let's say, 25% of XA or whatever percent, I don't know what that would be. Um, and let's say people don't like X, the app, or Grok, the AI, AI, and they associate it too closely. Um, who knows, right? There could be some negative impact or whatever. Um, but overall, I'm not probably the, the, the person to ask for this question because I'm the person, I'm the, I'm the guy who actually is in favor of this proposal, right? Uh, enough where I'm willing to tweet it out, right? And to ask Elon's opinion and, and um, on this um, yeah, proposal. Anyways, another question is, without Tesla, where is XAI getting their compute resources right now? Does Elon fund the GPUs directly at this moment? Yeah, so... Um, I would imagine Elon's funding most of it, um, if not practically all of it. But those, yeah, one of the big needs is he needs to scale CompuPower for XAI. If they're going to get to right a level to compete with ChatGPT, that's the key resource, right? Is the CompuPower. So either he could, either number one, he has extra money he could put in. Number two, he sells Tesla stock or SpaceX stock, or number three. Right, he sells stock to other investors, right, of XAI, right, and underneath that third option, one that could be um, one of those investors could be Tesla, um, and I think it's, yeah, I mean, to me, um, to me, in a lot of ways, it's it just it's it's a it's the partnership that I think both companies need, and um, most of all, I think Tesla needs it. I think Tesla. Um, yeah, you want to you want to get in into the future of AGI and LLMs, especially with Optimus Robot, right? Having that second part of the brain. In this collaboration scenario, will XAI be able to use the data collected by the approximately five million Tesla cars to train their neural nets to accelerate the advent of AGI? That's really interesting because, um, you know, there's a lot of talk of just saying oh, transformers, diffusion, all this stuff is going to be sufficient for AGI. Uh, just add the compute grow the neural nets, et cetera, maybe some extra techniques along the way. But there's also a scenario possibility that AGI or a certain level of AGI can't be reached without diving into more of the physical world realm. I mean, right now, I don't think it's, you know, uh, it's really, you know, convincing to say a certain level of AGI can't be reached by that because I think it's pretty clear we're already on that trajectory. But how about the most highest forms of AGI, the, the higher, more advanced forms of AGI? We're talking about, let's say, five to 10 years down the road. Can all of that be solved without, you know, really going into the physical world models? And I think there could be an argument that, yeah, maybe XA might need, right, some of that physical real world AI that Tesla has. Can they can they access that right for their training as well? But then flip side, can Tesla access some of right or all of I don't know how much some of the data that XAI has right for their models to make their applications even better? So a lot of interesting kind of um, uh, questions. Can you talk about what the benefits are specifically? Tesla supposedly has a world class AI team. We've had multiple AI days. I just I get wanting access to X Twitter for training models, but why X AI? Yeah. So again. Again, it's it's the whole brain model, right? So you have, you know, Tesla is developing. I've been talking about the cheetah brain, the physical world, real eye brain, but you need the nerd brain, right? The geek brain, the the brain that that thinks and talks, um, and does calculations and stuff like that. Um, and you need those brains together inside the humanoid robot, and yeah, Tesla, you know. Um, has chosen to focus on the physical real world AI part. And XI is focusing on the nerdy, geeky 
brain part. And so we need both brains inside the, in, inside the, the human or robot. We need both brains inside FSD, in, in, inside, I'm sorry, inside Tesla vehicles, right? Um, so yeah, the products and services, I think, um, need to go together. Um, question, will this be similar to set up as X owning 25% of XAI? What would be the implication uh, to potential value or share price of Tesla stock? Um, yeah, so that's, it would be similar in the sense that uh, X Corp that owns X or X former Twitter owns 25% of XAI now. That's what Elon has decided. And um, if Tesla would invest into, let's say, XAI to get a portion of XAI, then they would you know, be shareholders just like others in that company. What would that mean for the price of Tesla stock? Initially, I don't think it would mean much, right? Initially, you're just trading some cash for equity in this company. You might have actually some investors, some large institutions not like that idea, saying, hey, I'm out of the stock. But we're talking about a $700, $800 billion company. They spend a couple billion dollars it's not that big of an amount. If it's like 20 billion, 30 billion, sure, right? That's 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 a huge amount. But one, two, three billion dollars of cash is a Tesla stockpile into a company. I don't know if institutional investors are really gonna get that riled up about that small of a purchase, right? I mean, it's like right, they spent whatever billion, billion and a half on Bitcoin, right? That was and sure Bitcoin is controversial and um but still it's a small amount in the bigger picture. Um the potential for Tesla stock price, I think, is more in the longer term. Meaning, if XAI and I think XAI is going to be uh, is 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 going to surprise people. Uh, XAI, the way that Elon executes, he understands how to bring together all of the pieces to make something happen. He's brought together the talent, the compute resources. He understands, you know, how neural nets work. Um, and XAI, I think, has a decent chance as long as they execute well. And because of that, I think XAI does have the potential of becoming a large company. Um, if they'd solve, if they become a legit competitor to OpenAI and ChatGPT, which is the race to AGI, this is multi-trillion dollar, multi-tens of trillion, multi-hundreds eventually. This is endless in terms of the potential, right, uh, economic value that AGI is gonna create um, in the future. So um, yeah, there is a scenario where XAI is worth, you know, over a trillion dollars in five or 10 years maybe multi-trillion dollars. And that Tesla has a piece of that company as well. So um, it, it could be very significant. It could be one of the best investments ever, right, um, that we see. Um, Dave Lee, how do you see this playing out with Grok and FSD? Yeah, Grok goes inside FSD. I think regardless, even if Tesla doesn't make an investment, I think Grok goes inside FSD as a chat interface, voice chat interface. I think that just makes sense. Um, the, my first thought is, this, could this lead to another lawsuit like when they bought Solar City? Do you think so? Um, so people are going to sue because they sue and there's a ton of lawyers and incentives to do so. That's why you the board makes the decision. And that's why um, there's like independent audits. There's if, if it's a company that has financial statements, um, XAI is probably pretty simple because it just started recently. But um, And that's why you also take it to a shareholder vote, right? It's all for... A lot of this is for liability, right? The board doesn't want liability. Elon doesn't want a million lawsuits, right? Um, so if the shareholders agree to this transaction and the board is transparent, right, with its reasoning, um, then, right, there is no validity really for any lawsuits. Even if there is a lawsuit, it just doesn't stand much weight because it was all done in the open. Um, we'll discuss board, uh, with the board is code for acknowledging a comment but taking no action. I, I talked about this earlier. Yeah, Elon isn't the board. That's the thing. These these actions have to be, you know, pushed and approved um, by the board. But they're even bigger than the board in a sense, right? Because of um, the liability. So they probably would want it to go to shareholder vote if it um, goes forward. Could Tesla start a Tesla Ventures where they deploy some excess cash into each of Elon's businesses, right? XAI, Starlink, Neuralink, et cetera. Yeah, I think they could. Uh, again, it adds like that complexity and liability of like, you know, it's one Elon business sending money to another Elon business. That's why a lot of this stuff has to go to the board and shareholder vote and has to be done transparently and in the open as well. Um, I like the idea, but I'm curious. Do you think SolarCity was a good investment for Tesla to buy? So, um, yeah, I, I was like, you know, I had a lot of reservations regarding Tesla's um, 
uh, acquisition of Solar City. So um, I went back and I looked at some of my writings, and so what um, in Tesla Motors Club. So in Tesla Motors Club, I've got this crazy um, thread. So actually, one of the threads I used to post in was it's called short term uh, Tesla price movements. That's kind of just an overall chat thread, and the other thread was. Um, is this ar articles and mega posts by Dave T. So this was like a several year running, maybe from 2013 all the way to a few years ago. And it was 150 pages, right, of posts and discussion. But um, yeah, so back in 2016, um, um, so, so Solar City acquired, um, Um, when Solar City acquired, Tesla acquired Solar City, I wasn't happy with the acquisition. And I said this, I said, um, I don't like Solar City management. I don't like how they've run their company over the past few years, four years. I've emailed Elon and the Solar City management multiple times about it. My hope is that Elon was going to be able to turn around the company, but the situation has deteriorated at Solar City. Um, I'm getting a stronger sense that Solar City acquisition will cause more risk than reward for Tesla. Does that mean I exit all my Tesla? No. Um, yeah, and then later on, I talk about, um, this is a couple years later, I said that, um, yeah, I talk about how Solar City, um, that I was against the acquisition, just like I was against Tesla going private. Um, yeah, my, my big whole kind of uh, qualm or reservation with Solar City was that number one, bad execution. Number two, they had excess debt load. It would just bloat Tesla's debt and it wouldn't really help them focus on their Model 3 ramp, which was needing to happen with this 2016. Um, what, what else did I say? I said, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, anyways, the Solar City, it was a complex application, I, acquisition. I think personally um, that this acquisition is much more straightforward, meaning that it's um, XAI doesn't have a lot of debt. Um, the team XAI executes well. It makes sense, right, for Tesla's future plans. Tesla isn't struggling with like trying to get to a Model 3 ramp. It's not like this crucial make it or break it moment. We're talking about Tesla preparing for the next stage, right, the next era of their next products with AI. And it makes sense that, um, yeah, that uh, I think Tesla and XAI uh, form a partnership. Are you suggesting something like Microsoft and OpenAI type relationship? Um, yeah, I, would, I went over it again before, some type of yeah investment and partnership going forward, right? Uh, sharing of IP as well. So anyways, that's kind of my thoughts on um, uh, this whole thing. If you have any questions, I'll go ahead and take a few more questions here. Go ahead in the live stream on YouTube, you could just type in um, question, um, colon and type a question in and I'll go ahead and try to answer a few of these questions here. Um, is Tesla currently sitting on a pile of cash that would make sense to deploy into XAI? Yeah, I don't think they want to deploy five or 10 billion, but two or three billion, I don't think, I think that's great. I think it's probably the, the best use of cash ever, right? That's, there's a multi hundred X hundred time investment, I think for Tesla. Um, yeah, uh, Tesla Vision press Grok LLM equals Optimus. Yeah, I mean, it's not too difficult to get that equation, right? <laughs> um, yeah, put two things together and you get something that um, is pretty crazy. All right, Tan says, I highly doubt such an agreement will require a shareholder vote and to any board recommendation is highly likely to get a majority. Yeah, so this is a question. Does it need to go to shareholder vote? No, um, the board has the authority to make a decision themselves. They could ink an agreement. Um, yeah, and it's, it, it's done, right? It could be done this week. Um, but and this, uh, it's up to the board's discretion whether or not they choose to take it to a shareholder vote. The reason they would take it to a shareholder vote, in my opinion, is because of the nature of the conflict of interest between these two countries and the leadership teams, right? So Elon leads both companies, right? So there could be 
in the view of some investors, some conflict of interest. So in order to settle that debate, right, the, the board might choose to um, take it to a shareholder vote. Um, they don't have to, they're not legally responsible or liable or required to do so. But in my opinion, uh, to avoid lawsuits, they probably will do that. Um, Elon has said in the past, Tesla needs billions in cash for a recession. How much cash do you think Tesla needs in worst case scenario in a continued recession during 2024 if EV demand softens? Yeah, I mean, Tesla's gotten by with, you know, a small amount of cash. I think five or 10 billion is probably, you know, they'll get by. I think 15 to 20, I mean, they're, they're cushiony. They're, you know, that's fine. I mean, they like that amount. I think above 20, you know, they don't really need that amount. So yeah, I think Tesla, anything above 15, 20, you know, it's, it's very, um, they're in a good position, right? To, to spend a few billion dollars, especially with an important um, um, uh piece of the puzzle, right, as, as this. Uh, what is the likelihood that Tesla can get this through a shareholder vote given current institutional versus retail float ownership split and controversy around Elon? I think this passes by fast. And I don't know if there's going to be much institutional um, resistance toward this just because a few reasons. First off, it's a small amount. We're not talking about 20, 30 billion. We're not talking about merging companies and buying all this stuff. We're not talking about buying open AI, right? For a hundred billion dollars or something. Like, this isn't that level. It's a, it's a, and we're lucky in this sense. Okay. Let me explain this. We are in the early, early, super early stages of XAI. This is why it could be simple. Meaning XAI can't be worth, right? You know, $50 billion right now because it just started. It's not going to be worth $1 or $2 billion because the space of LLM and the talent space and what even XI is prototyped right or beta testing right now is too great. It's not going to be worth $1 or $2 billion. And it's not going to be worth $50 billion, right? It's going to be worth... I don't want to give the exact amount because I don't want to sway any possible negotiations because there are people who, know, who are going to be able to figure this out on both sides. That said, you know, if Tesla invests a few billion dollars, two or three billion dollars into XAI, this isn't a huge amount. It makes sense in terms of their product roadmap, right? To to enhance their cars and their robots, um, and it's it's being done to a shareholder vote. I think this passes. Ninety percent people vote on it um, in favor of this. I don't think it's any issue. I think the shareholder vote can happen super fast, actually. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so how much more processing power will vehicles need when Grok is integrated? Um, yeah, this is an interesting question. Will Grok run real time like on local inference power or will it run via the cloud? I think it makes sense just to run on the cloud for the time being, just because, you know, Grok is going to go through this fast iterative development cycle and you're going to get lag and latency like just by going back and forth, which you know, you're going to deal with because it's improving every few months so radically. Now, when it gets to a more stable version, you can try to port a version, quantize it, shrink it down, run it locally on your Tesla vehicle. I think that's possible and probable, but it's going to take a bit of time. I don't know if it makes sense in the beginning to really try to run it locally. Um, Robert says, I just want to seamlessly be able to talk to my car devices like it was Jarvis. Yeah, ironically, uh, Andre Karpathy in his bio, that's what he says he's working on. The question is, will he continue to work on this at OpenAI or will he be drawn back to Tesla or XA? Who knows what he'll do. Who are the top minds at XAI? Elon attracts uh, the best talent in many sectors, but would it be fair to say the top minds in fundamental AI research are in other companies nowadays? Actually, no. A lot of these, okay, so a lot of the talent, um, um, they move around a bit, but it's there aren't that many places that have the compute resources that, large enough to attract kind of the top of the top. Like the top of the top AI minds, they want to be able to push the envelope and have a chance at AGI. And there's really, you know, maybe a handful of companies that have that access to that type of compute power or, or willing to invest 
right? The billions of dollars into that compute power to make that happen. And so you've got, you know, you don't have AI. I mean, there are AI talent everywhere and it's, it's a huge field with tens of thousands of researchers around the world, right? But um, yeah, the people are, who kind of are pushing the limits, they want to be at the places with the biggest compute. Um, and XAI has actually some of the best people. That's what Elon worked on in the very beginning is attracting um, the best people. Um, how long do I think before Dojo will be commercialized? Yeah, I think it's going to be a while. Um, let's actually go back here. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be a while. Um, first, they want to use it internally and scale it. That, that's the most important. You don't want to commercialize something that you're, it's buggy and you can't even use yourself. So I think next two years, it's, Tesla's just focused internally on Dojo use. Um, they're not even thinking about commercializing it that much yet, right? They want, they want to prove the use case, but after a couple of years, we we'll, might see more information about um, uh, expanding Dojo. Uh, should Tesla acquire Boring Company, Redwood Materials? No, I don't think so. I think it's a, I mean, sure, I would love to see a all-in-one uh, Elon company, but I don't think Tesla's gonna be that company. Um, no, it needs to focus. And um, yeah, Tesla's future is RoboTaxi. Tesla's future is Optimus Robot. Right, um, you could make an argument. Tesla's future is basically Optimus Robot, right? um, and Tesla needs to focus on what needs to happen to make that a reality. And that's why an investment into XAI makes sense because it deals with their future, right? The number one thing. Boring company, red materials. You can make arguments of like, yeah, it makes sense to invest and acquire all this stuff, but it's not like the critical core thing that Tesla needs going forward, right? It's not, gonna, it's not like a make it, break it thing for Tesla. Uh, did e didn't Elon say he was having issues recruiting for AI inside of AI at Tesla? That's why he separated it out. Would that, this impact feature recruiting? Yeah, there might've been an element of, in terms of maybe some of the best people wanted some, some substantial or significant equity in something new and they can get that other places. That could be one of the factors in starting, right, XAI. Um, if Tesla wants to buy a part of XAI, then this is the cheapest moment to do so. Yeah, that's the thing. You can get a good chunk of XAI with like a few billion dollars right now. Later on, that's not gonna be the case. Think about what happens a year later. You know, a year later, Grok is gonna be, like XAI is gonna be able to do a, a GPT-4 um, level uh, chatbot probably by the end of next year. That's my guess, right? Um, and sure, OpenAI will be ahead, right, with GPT-5, right? They're still a couple years ahead. But um, once XAI uh, boosts up Grok to a, a GPT-4 level by the end of next year, then it's going to be kind of a more more clear race of what's going on. You have Microsoft and OpenAI at the at the at the, at the head, right, leading this battle. You have Google second place with their Gemini, and they have just a comp, ton of compute resources. Um, so yeah, Google will release something like GPT four level next year too, probably first half of next year too, right? Um, we'll see, you know, how how far behind or what the execution is like, um, and you. And you've got Anthropic, um, and you got some other stuff with, you know, Facebook is interesting with the open source Llama models and um, and stuff. And you've got Apple still lurking, but there aren't gonna be a ton of companies that are gonna be able to do a GPT-4 level um, model by the end of next year. Um, th these are the companies that have, are serious in investing right now and are actually making it happen, right? You, you're not gonna do it later on. It's gotta happen now. So XAI is one of those companies, right? This is like, um, because of the nature of the race and how early it is, XAI, I think is ready top five. It can solidify its position as you know top three or so, but end of next year, if it executes really, really well. Um, if we wait a year and XAI executes well, releases a, a GPT-4 level you know, model, um, yeah, why wouldn't why wouldn't XAI be worth thirty to forty billion dollars at that moment? I think Anthropic rumors. What was it? Thirty billion dollar. Um, um, let me just make sure. Um, 
I thought it was a $30 billion valuation. Um, they've raised $3 billion. Um, yeah, I'm not getting the exact valuation right now off of Google search. A 20, October 4th is a $20 billion valuation um, from October. Um, yeah, so it says, uh, Anthropic wants a valuation between 20 and $30 billion. This is October 3rd, uh, 2023. So if Anthropic is worth 20 to 30 billion, and if if XAI can can demonstrate a GPT-4 level, and let's say they they reach a, a, a level close to Anthropic, why wouldn't they be, be valued at that valuation, you know? And then, so let's say Tesla invests two or $3 billion in a year, let's say XAI is worth $30 billion, then you get lower, less like 5 to 10% of the company versus if you invest 2 or $3 billion now, who knows? Maybe you'll get a lot more of the company, right? It makes a lot of sense. Like that's the thing about investing. Timing is everything. You don't want to wait, you know, for something that's hot. You don't, like for example, you know, yeah, that the speed of, of which things are happening is so radical, right? OpenAI was valued at $30 billion earlier this year. And then they've valued at $86 billion just, you know, what, nine months later or something. This is the nature of what's happening in the field. If you wait too long, you're left behind, right? And so that, yeah, with XAI, you don't want to be left behind. You, and that's why I, I bring up the, the idea. That's why I brought the proposal. I don't want Tesla to be like, you know, waiting around, you know, and then like a few years, like having to get you know, a tiny, tiny, tiny piece of the company uh, for a large amount. Like, yeah, I, I, I want to be part, I want to see, right, the partnership. And I want to, yeah, if there's going to be skin in the game that Tesla has, right, for XAI, like, I, I would like it as soon as possible. Um, I think, I think um, one of the issues, though, is governance, okay? So one of the most important things, in my opinion, more important than uh, getting capital for XAI. In Elon's view, he, I think governance is going to be the issue that determines um, what happens mul multiple decades ahead, right? And um, you want, Elon, I think, in my opinion, wants a, a governance structure that can ensure the safety and kind of the good stewardship of AGI going forward uh, post even Elon period. So what does that look like? And I think it um, more and more, it, it, sh it probably looks like something where it's more decentralized, where it's not just one group, one board owning the whole process, being able to unilaterally make a decision on the future of right, uh, HEI or let's say the brain. And so you have Tesla and Tesla shareholders, but then again, a lot of Tesla is made up of institutional shareholders. But what's going for Tesla right now is they've got a strong mission right? Um, and they've got a strong mission that's been not just defined, but held very tight for over for 20 years. And that's strong. And that board adheres to that mission uh, more so than it adheres to, let's say, the profit goals of Wall Street and institutions. So in that sense, Tesla is an interesting steward, right, of, of, of a part of AGI, right? They've got a strong mission, a strong board. Now, if you lose the mission, if you lose the board, if the board isn't strong anymore, if the board isn't really focused, if the board if the board constitution changes where it's more representing institutions and so-called whatever you know motives of you know um, anything else besides the mission, then it gets confusing, and then you creep in right all these uh, I would say suboptimal motives into the board and into the direction of AJ. That's not what. I think we want to see happen. Now with XAI, um, Tesla has given 20, or Elon has given 25% right, of ownership to X Corp, which owns Twitter. So he's trying to dividing up the, the interest. The question is, what's the voting power of XAI, meaning who holds right, the, the, the majority shares? Is there a super voting structure involved? Is there something where it's like Elon gonna give like the whole public all of X? owners some say in the governance of XAI. I think that's an interesting idea, right? Every paying subscriber of XAI gets like one vote in terms of right how XAI, in terms of the key key issues or the future of HAI, where it goes. I think that would be an interesting thing, right? Perhaps Tesla, Tesla shareholders are part of that, right? Meaning Tesla owns a certain right percentage of the company. But who knows, maybe the 
Tesla doesn't own the voting voting power or voting shares for the company. Maybe that's given to to X X um, users. I don't know. There's a lot of question marks in terms of who owns the voting power and the shares and where it's distributed. But a lot of these questions, I think, um, yeah, will need to be answered. And there are things that Elon, his team, people at XAI, Tesla board, etc., will have to grapple with. Um, yeah, it's interesting stuff. I'm talking. <laughs> yeah, this topic is uh, super interesting. Um, yeah, Spore says, do you think Andre Karpathy would join Tesla or XAI? I don't know. We do know Elon did uh, refollow uh, Andre Karpathy after unfollowing him for many months after he left uh, Tesla. But who knows? Who knows uh, what happens? Uh, can the shareholder vote happen at any time or does it happen at the annual shareholder meeting? Now, this will not, I mean, if the board is serious, they're not going to wait for annual shareholder meeting. This, this will be a special uh, shareholder meeting. It won't even be a meeting. It'll just be a, a notice that gets sent out, right? And it can happen pretty fast, uh, probably with like in a month or so, and the vote can be done. And in two months, it can happen, the investment. It's not, it's not complicated. It doesn't need a physical meeting, a shareholder meeting, an annual shareholder meeting. This is um, just a, a vote uh, for an issue. Uh, Alvin, hey Dave, Croc was only developed in less than a year. They are not that much ahead of Tesla if Tesla tried to do it in-house. Yeah, you know, I always thought that Tesla could try to develop an LLM inside, but again, pros and cons to that, right? You're, you're stretching yourself really thin, um, could be biting it off too much, lowering the probability of success on your other ventures, right? And if anyone could do it, it could have been Elon, but he's chosen to do it outside and that's his prerogative, his choice to do so. And it makes sense in some ways too. So yeah, um, the fact is, you know, Tesla's focused on the real world AI and, and, and cars and bots right now, right? And um, they, they need to partner. They need some, I think, uh, help with the knowledge, the nerdy, geeky brain of AI. Please ask Elon to allow Tesla investors to be able to invest in Starlink. Yeah, Starlink, I mean, that's unfortunate that uh, Tesla investors might not have a chance in the near future to invest in Starlink. Um, but it's also the reality of the mission sometimes comes above um, some things like the mission of, of SpaceX is on a historic big level and it, it needs to, Elon needs to maximize the probabilities, right? That um, SpaceX can um, help make humanitarian, uh, humanity multi-planetarian. Um, it's just gone well. Starlink has gone well. SpaceX is going well. They don't have a lot of financial needs to sell, to go IPO right now. And yeah, it's probably more simple, right, to keep it private. Um, Uh, any word about Ilya? Yeah, Ilya Satsukar, the chief uh, scientist in OpenAI. We, as of this morning, I don't know. I haven't heard any info on. You know, he's probably staying OpenAI, right? That's he played a big role, and he plays a big role in that company, and yeah, and they want him there, I, I suppose. All right, guys. Um, that's most of the questions, at least. The ones I scanned through. Um, yeah, I had a fun time chatting with you guys. Um, yeah, definitely a big topic at hand. I don't think this is the last we're going to hear about this. Um, if the board, if Elon does bring it up to the board and the board discusses it, I don't know. To me, I don't think it's like that complicated of an issue. Again, it's a you know, it's a newer company, XAI, sure, but it makes a lot of sense. What just ask yourself, what are the the what's the most important product for Tesla over the next ten years? right? Uh, Optimus and then Robotaxi, right? And then does investment in XAI help the, that, the future of those products? Yes, right? It's like a no-brainer. Of course it does. So, you know, should we invest in XAI? Yes, we should. Now, all the other questions, in my opinion, are just kind of um, our details, right? So what is the valuation at which Tesla can invest into XAI. How much does Tesla invest in XAI? What does Tesla get in return? What does XAI get in return? All those are details. To me, those are all details. And there can be back and forth, but 
personally, I'm just fine with the broad strokes. I, like to me, the details, fine, work it out, make it happen. Don't do st stupid stuff in the details, like make it common sense, like, you know, stuff that's going to work. But in the broader sense, you know, yeah, I'd love Tesla to invest a few billion into XAI, get some equity, get some partnership going, right? Make it happen. Um, anyways, those are my thoughts. Um, hope it's been helpful. Uh, we'll see you guys in my next video. Thanks, bye.